This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. All right, man. Uh, welcome back to episode 348 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ann Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything. And I know what you're thinking. Finally. Uh-oh. My favorite podcast is spending more time with me. What's poppin'? And this week, we are back with the highly anticipated, hate y'all had to waited, um... Motherfucking Raisin Canaan review. Raisin fucking Canaan. Canaan is back. Did you know there are they are actually doing Beverly Hills Cop Four? Yeah, yeah. Check out the WJLB shirt. Nigga. Hold up, hold up. Oh, oh. Cancel that. Clear that. There we go. Check out oh, the old shit. school WJLB Yo, shirt, nigga. So they didn't have no. They literally only had a medium. But one of them weeks up in Eastern Market during the Lions home game, they had that shirt. Word. Somebody had it. One of them vendors. I probably have this shirt. Yeah, one of them vendors had that in there. You, did you know that me and my family was the original uh, models for Coast for Kids? Like oh, the very shit. first first year, it was me, my brother, and my cousin. Oh, wow. Like we was uh, we was around. Like this shirt. Yeah. Remember when WWE used to be the strong songs? Hell yeah. That big ass Hell muscle. Yeah. I know who muscle that yeah. is, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Hey yo. Yo. <laughs> yo, 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 episode three forty eight. We out. <laughs> hey, you see Kevin Mays? Yo, like, yeah, like, yo, they want to know what you meant by uh. <laughs> yo, they, 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 yo, the they, listeners want to know what you meant by that. <laughs> like who must? <laughs> yo, that's a wild. Yo, you know who got, muscle was that? Yo, man, one of the uh, I got here. <laughs> I got into a couple of fights in, in uh, elementary school and shit, right? Yeah. My mom's that gave me the, uh, I had a blue and white Letterman, uh, WJLB Letterman. Okay. The, 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 the arms was white, leather, royal blue. It was fire. You know what I'm saying? A hating ass nigga. This is a real story. Nigga took my coat. Okay. He snuck out the classroom, took my coat, threw that bitch in the toilet, nigga. The, st- the urinal stalls. I oh, ain't know. shit. Niggas come to me and like, hey, yo, nigga, such and such. Yo, coat in the toilet. I'm like, no, it ain't. I'm like, I'm like I go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, no, it ain't as crazy. Because like, it is. Cause it's not, y'all, got this, y'all, got, y'all got this shit confused. Yeah. Not my coat. Not, not the JLB letterman. No, the it leather. ain't as fucking crazy. So I go there, my shit in the, it's in the motherfucking urine or shit. Yo. And a nigga. TJ, we call him TJ. Okay, did the shit. So after school, this one, you well, feel me? Now you got to get like, winning now. And like the entire school knew that after school it was on. I walk out the back doors at Dixon Middle School. It's a. It looked like Street Fighter. It was it's a time. The, the whole crowd's around. Okay, this was like I had braces too. First time I got punched in the mouth for braces. Only oh, got. Man, I've man. only got punched in the mouth one time. With brace, what? Yeah, one no, time. It's it's an experience. Yeah, you got to go through it to know through it. He got that one off. Yeah, that was the last one he got off. Yeah. Then I just I just did my I handled my business like a grown ass man, but it was dope because my brother used to be the one <laughs> that got into all the fights after school oh, where it was at. But like I felt good, like yo, it ain't just it's not just the older brother. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I can get busy. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't even there. Word got back to him, nigga. You know your little brother was out there scrapping, nigga. Nigga did try to throw my fucking JLP jacket. Your brother was like, "Who muscle is that?" I was, <laughs> <laughs> like I got to like fam. I got to go home and explain this shit. Man. This shit got to go to the cleaners. Like nigga, yeah, mama can't have jacket. a talk. Bro. This is my mama's jacket, by the way. <laughs> like it's not that my mama had to bad work. Like nigga, this wasn't a regular jacket. Like oh shit, this wasn't a coat for kids. Yo, man, I had to. Uh. Throw them fucking hands. That was a, that was a, that was a great fight experience, though. That's one of the ones you remember when, yeah. like, it was kids everywhere. I rammed this nigga in the motherfucking gate and shit. Like, it, man, it was you know, niggas it was a great got down. Experience. Niggas got down. Great experience. I man. loved a good fight that I won. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like a good fight that I didn't lose. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I did. So as a nigga that had, I had braces. You know that's the same thing. 
No, no, no. <laughs> uh, songs are tied. No, tied yeah, sometimes you can come up out of there and y'all both yeah. like you walk away like I. Right. You know my father. My father told me when I was younger. He was like, "Listen." He said, "I didn't been to a lot of fights. Uh huh. Some I won, some I didn't. But I said I promise you this: anybody I ever fought don't ever want to fight me again." That's the goal, and that and in my and that stuck in my brain like, all right, goal. whatever the fuck happened, yep. I, I bet you this nigga don't Make never sure want to remember fight. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, almost lost a fight one time. Went on and just said, "Fuck it, it's karate time." <laughs> <laughs> yo, fuck it, yo, because going hand to hand, dog hands was nice, and I'm like, "All right, bro, I got to do an extra move." Because he also was like mad, like energetic. It was like fighting fucking Russell Westbrook and shit. Like, all right, nigga, let's go ahead and end this. Man, I wish I could go back and like watch some of the middle school and elementary fights I was in yeah. to see what it really looked like. Because yeah. I remember what it looked like in my brain. Yeah, facts. Like, and I remember, like, yo, nigga was fighting for 10 minutes. Nigga, yo, this was 14 seconds. Might have been 30 seconds. Like, and, like, the, 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 the sweet move that you thought you yeah. did may not have looked that way. Yeah. Because you don't know when you pumped up on adrenaline, facts. you 11, and this is 30 years later. Like, look. I don't know if I smoothly got this nigga in this submission, <laughs> but I know I got him in it. And I know at the end of that, they said his shoulder was dislocated and Mr. Wooden was suspended. <laughs> but I was like, I ain't lose that fight. Man, nigga. my first fight fought a nigga named Lindell. Um, this all I remember. Okay. This was like second grade or some shit. It was all on Linwood shit. Oh, Lindell from Linwood. Right. The nigga looked like Bert. <laughs> like legitimate. He like the yellow nigga from like that's that's exactly what he looked like and shit. But um the nigga had this big ass puffy coat too, like with the hood, with the furs and shit. Okay, and like somehow he just like literally like jumped on me, like like I was on the ground. Okay, like and all I did, all I all I could do was just start moving my punch head up. and start punching up and shit. Yeah. And then he got up, his nose was bleeding. Yeah, I was not bleeding. Okay, he was walking away, and he was like, "Man, when I get excited, my nose start bleeding." All right, I won. <laughs> he gave an excuse. Yo, like, yo, no, no, no. Yo, no, no, no. yo Lindell. Yo, Lindell. That's not how it works. No, no, no. No, no, no. Let me tell Lindell something. Lindell, what up, man? I hope you're a listener, bro. Oh, man. Um, if the fight end and your first words out your mouth is when I get excited, <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing else. You lost that fight, dog. Because we don't want to know why you got excited. Because you didn't punch bro. me. You just jumped up. You just I couldn't see. His coat was black. Like yeah. I, could, I couldn't see. I'm like, fuck it. We just going to swing these fucking hands. So as a nigga who had braces way too early in life, um, I've also experienced countless times getting hit in the mouth with braces without a mouth guard. Um and it's funny, it was to the, I used to scrap a lot in, you know, karate turn, football practice, basketball practice, at the gym, up at uh, Tyndall, up at, like, always into some yeah. shit. All it take is for a nigga to kind of lightly hit you in the mouth and you're bleeding because of the braces cut. So, like, niggas would, like, say they won the fight because I was bleeding. And I'm like, bro. I bleed, though, which is cool. Like, you hit like a bitch. You hit like a boy who look like a, you hit like a boy who hits like a girl. Dog. Well, that would be the thing that made me like if I noticed that I'm bleeding from like a little tap. Now I gotta over d like overdose and just go crazy, dog. But and honestly, I I didn't bleed, but it, that shit kind of hurt. <laughs> no, no, that shit is the worst. Yeah, and then it leaves the cut in your mouth, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. gonna rub up against that for the next week and yeah. a half. Uh, yeah, dog. It's yo, man. Don't get your kids braces if they a little violent. That shit kind of infer- like. That was the first time a nigga punched you in the face. That shit kind of like you. You hit me. You hit yeah. me first. That means we can fight. Fight. Yeah. Because I, I can't Yo, get in trouble. Getting hit in the nose hurts, like really bad. Like I don't like it. I got kicked in the nose one time at a tournament, dog, and it like fucked me up for a second. I was like, "Yo, nigga, you really did that?" I promise we gonna get to this podcast. Oh yeah, man! But Shout out to Kana. Being punched in the stomach when you're not ready for it. Oh no, nah, the worst feeling in the world. Dog. <laughs> It's like Ooh. living on a roller coaster, nigga. <laughs> like, like it really on the did. down part like, of the roller coaster, dog. Shit. Like you can't breathe at all, nigga. Ever. It's and the worst like, shit in the world. Bro. Act like it don't hurt you, dog. <laughs> Woo, dog. Um, yo, hit niggas with body shots as kids is crazy. <laughs> nigga said I forgot to place that. Nick Cash, nigga forgot to hit. Play. Yo, my nigga, look at this shit, dog. This happened. This was a real life bet. 
This was a real life bet from last night, dog. Okay. And they was like, what would you do? Shit. Nigga. Side note, hey. AJ Brown did not no, score. No, yeah, a I know. No, no, no. So what's funny? A twenty dollar rager. Yeah. The payout is nine hundred and eight thousand six hundred and nine dollars and ninety five cent. However, at With the time that they posted out. this, they could have cashed out for thirty seven thousand dollars. If you don't take that motherfucking <laughs> cheese, and here's the thing: AJ Brown didn't just not score. He had a well, he had over a hundred yards. But it wasn't like a great – Philly didn't have a great game, nigga. Like, that 100 yards was fucking scammy. Um, look at this shit, bro. Uh, your, your man been on on a little little roll, been on a little heater, nigga. Um, yeah, fuck them. Them all my bullshit bets. So, I hit – that was from yesterday. Crazy motherfucker. Then uh, Thursday night, I got down on these niggas. Um, where that Thursday? It's a lot of fucking bets, dog. Yeah, because I played some for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? No. But Thursday night, I hit three on the same game. <laughs> like, damn. it was like, damn, quick little 600. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From the, like, yeah. But, nigga, I only play, like, dollars. <laughs> nigga, I'm not. I'm Ladder challenge out. Didn't, took me out a couple of times. I'm like, oh, no, no, right, no. I'm that nigga been full of shit. I'm like, no, he, he low key, man. I'm glad you said that. He getting to unfollow. <laughs> Cause like nigga, you're leading people down a, a rabbit hole, like nigga, nigga and especially when this the, the, yo just click this and it do the bet for you, bro, bro. Oh man, yeah, no, nah, he taking niggas down the hole. Oh shit, uh, I get twenty more yards from this nigga. I'm about to hit another one. Hey, hold up, oh, I shouldn't have said that on air. Now, uh, shorty about to be like, you want another bet? Yeah. Uh, anyway, hey, raising Canaan, stars, what up? Um, fucking season. What season is this? This three? Yeah, season three. Season. Oh shit! The reason I was confused, they literally announced earlier today that season four is already picked up. Stars then went ahead and picked it up. Um, season three premiere came on last night, boy, and I gotta tell you, that shit was good, dog. It was. I've said it a million different times, and I'm standing by it. And season three's premiere kind of confirmed it. I think Raising Canaan personally is the best of the power book series um i think the acting the tone of the show the fucking set all that shit just feels really like it's a grittiness there and it feel realistic dog like tommy the grittiness feels manufactured um it ain't really no grit on fucking uh, Tariq shit at all. Like, even the way they be getting killed be feeling too stylized to me. It's very overstyled. But yeah. that fucking Raising Canaan, man, this shit just feels good, dog. I really, really like this show. I thought the premiere was phenomenal. Um, Patina Miller and uh, and Joey Badass, not, I don't necessarily need them to, like be doing it all season but um i think that they are really strong fucking characters dog your favorite uh marvin uncle marvin came on and and you know he really ascended season two but this first episode that was the best episode from him by far man he was acting his ass off dog he was in his bag nigga this shit's so good i'm really feeling bad for jukebox right now like in this moment bro like what's so interesting is um i want uncle marvin to win Facts. And we know at some point, we don't know what happens, but we know at some point he ain't going to be the man no more. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I know Rock is the quote-unquote bad guy. I don't, I'm not even mad at her, the decisions that she be making, though, because like we be yeah. having the full, like, me not telling my idiot son the truth, you're a fucking idiot son. Yeah. Like, well, I don't got to tell you the truth. Um, Now, lying about your father and all the other shit. Yeah. yeah. But also, given the circumstances... How could I not lie to you? Man, and also, yo, like, if you want to really dig into the trauma, bro, I was being molested by not only an older man, but a cop, my nigga. Like, you know the nigga that I was cool with that was your real dad? The shit that I was involved with. was in prison. Fam. Like, so, uh, your dad, you were about to get to know him. Like, (laughs) And he did. And, nigga, 
Dog, the shit we was involved in, me and DEFCON, if I wasn't doing what this cop wanted me to do, he wasn't just taking advantage of me being underage. He was taking advantage of me from a position of power, my nigga. DEFCON uh, is like men, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, the dads man. of... It just could have went bad, bro. Like, it could have went really fucking bad. And I'm sorry that I had to lie to you all them years and keep this shit from you. But now that you know, nigga, let's figure out a way to mend it. Like, nigga, why are you so mad, bruh? You know what, though? Canaan, and now we get it, was the first Tariq. Now, yes. I, we get why they relate. We get why Tariq was so fucking drawn to this nigga, I said bro. this shit to myself. I'm like, nigga, he act like Tariq. Bro, this, because it's like, I get why you have. I can't believe a, I, you you doing all this shit and you a drug dealer. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go sell drugs. Bro, it's like I get why you have a problem with me not communicating with you. Like, I'm your parent. I should be setting a better example from that perspective, right? But on the flip side, motherfucker, I raised you right. You was smart as fuck. You was doing well in school. You was on your way to being some fucking body. I kept you away from this life. I kept you protected. We had a uh, uh, young Rob Silver looking out for you. Come on, bro. Like said you can be anything you want. You smart. You smart. Bro, you literally were in a great position because of me and the shit that I, the bullshit story I was feeding you. So, so at what point are we going to actually start liking Kanan's character? I don't know that we are. I'm going to keep it a buck. He's not a likable character. He's an asshole, dog. He's a he, little entitled he, asshole. Entitled asshole. That's what he is, bro. Again, he's Tariq. Like, but like I, we used to like Reek, and when he became an entitled asshole, we ain't like Reek no more. Yeah, but we kind of like him again. I don't. I hate Tariq. Like, but, we watch the show as But we like, watch the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, no, no. But, like, you watch the show as it's through him you want him to win in these particular things. He's not like... He not on the on the on the screen thing like man this nigga irritated man this nigga yeah. irritated like he making moves like he narrating this shit yeah this the only narrator nigga that I don't like well I told y'all uh, the people down at Stars don't necessarily like this nigga either because they had Joey Badass on the artwork <laughs> um, for season two's premiere but uh, no nah, man I'm I'm really not sure because not just when are we supposed to like him. When is he really going to establish himself as the nigga that we know Kanan became? Like, I understand he's still young, but at some point. Nigga, you're 17, 18 years old. On a, in, the, in the life of a criminal, nigga, this is prime age. Bro, in the life of a criminal, you almost done. Big fat. Like, on, on that scale. At 22, you're yeah. going to prison, my G. Or dying. You got two choices within the next four to five years, bro. And so far, I ain't seen him make was, that turn yet. How long was he in jail? 10 years? I think he said he did 10 because he missed Sean uh, growing up or some shit. Ghost was supposed to be 35 on the show. Hey. Right. And there hey. was that little homie. So, like, fam, you, you, and you, Sean was about 20, had dropped out of college because he hurt his knee or some shit. So, yeah, that makes sense. About 10 years, dog. Um, I just want to start seeing Kanan make smart moves that would lead me to believe he can take over the streets because right now all I see him do is young, dumb nigga shit. Like, even when his uncle's trying to school him, we can forget his relationship with his mom and him not really ever listening to her. But even when his uncles try to school him, he still kind of don't take heed to the game he getting, dog. I don't like Lou. I, I don't like how Lou moving right now. I don't understand how Lou moving right now. I don't get what his, what his angle going to be, which makes me feel like he probably going to die. Yeah, I, th- I, I think him killing Scrap got him fucked up. It fucked him up. He killed two kids, basically. Yeah. He killed... Or no, Rock killed Scrap, didn't she? No. Lou ain't killed Scrap. I thought she... Or no, no, no. He killed Scrap and then... Or did he lead him down there? I know he killed uh, D-Mac. Yeah, D-Mac. And he didn't pull the trigger on... uh, No, 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 no. You're right. Uh, Rock killed Scrap. But you were standing right there. He was right there. And you that was his there. man. You went to pick him up the whole nine yards. That's like, what it was. Yeah. You feel like you mad at your sister eternally. Yeah. For a couple of reasons. One, you don't want to do this shit anymore. You want to do music. Yeah. She wouldn't bought the studio from him. You know what I'm saying? She yep. won't. She won't let you. Leave. She won't let you out the game. Out the shit. game. Yeah. All that shit. And then she had you kill two kids. One of them that you. You know what I'm saying? So like, you've been training niggas, and like, I get why you hate your sister. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And I also understand 
why you want it out. But like the whole when he was like, yo, when I want it out, I couldn't leave. But now she want out and that's just it. I get it. It's like, I get it. I get, I get it. But nigga, you out. Yeah, now you can, but now the studio is a murder scene. Nigga, y'all got cheese, bro. Go open you a studio, bro. Do your music. Well, your Mm -hmm. artist got shot too. God damn it, Lou. Also, uh, I don't know that y'all got cheese. Because she don't sell drugs no more. Well, shit. Uh, Marvin, with a apparently a whole bullet hole in his stomach, went down there and grabbed three boxes of money, which I'm like, can somebody explain that? And also explain the paralyzed nigga driving Marvin. Well, he was supposed to be going down there to move all the work out of there in the first place, wasn't he? Like last Before season. Before all the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he actually completed a task, even with a bullet in his body, because he knew... I didn't like that whole tape my shit up and then Fam, pick up the body. Like, I understand that they said, sure. yo, the bullet went straight through. He'll be all right. Every, That's not how that works. Every nigga on TV bullet goes through and through. Hey, I don't give a fuck if every nigga in real life bullet go through and through. Well, I'm Some saying, duct tape ain't going to do it. Duct tape fixes a lot of shit. But listen, I hate that TV through and through shit. I, I was talking to a... Uh, and was, I was at a uh, had like a two day meeting last last week, and I was networking. <laughs> yeah, the dude that Gotta was in the army and shit. Uh-huh. He was like, "Man, some of the helicopters we in was duct tape, like the propellers." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What?" Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, a lot of heli." He's like, "Cause he 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 was in a helicopter crash before." <laughs> okay, and he was like, so yeah. he would know. He was like, "Yeah, I didn't I didn't been a couple. Like yeah. some of this should be duct tape." I'm like, "Duck." He's like, "Yes, nigga, duct tape." It's crazy. Duct tape can do a lot. Wet, bloody duct tape, I just don't feel like it's doing nothing, which is why he had 12 layers of this shit. Bro, go to a hospital, dog. I got to get this. I got to get to work. Y'all this deep in the game, I feel like y'all supposed to have a doctor on deck, nigga. Like, a private can pull up to y'all type shit, bro. Man, I got to... We touched on this last season. Mm. Yo, Rock had a really good system going on, dog, in them fucking apartments. Oh, with dog. the apartments? Facts. That dropping that shit down through the fuck. Like, yeah. Man, that shit Which was is why really I hate smart. that not only did they get caught, but they also got caught and then pinned it on Crown. So now it's like, all right. And only now it's eyes on the idea now. The only, they, they didn't necessarily get caught per se, but the place turned into well, a crime scene. It became so a like, scene, yeah. We had to give it all up. Yeah. Fucking the Italians. Um, yo, man, I had forgotten how they came through at Rock Crib and shot Latoya Luckett up in the back, which was crazy because Rock said, get down. And she stepped up two uh, times. Like, I was get like, down where? To the side of the porch. Better hop down them damn steps, dog. Nigga, that was going they gonna shoot me anyway. Yo. Like it's nothing I can do. Yo, that nigga That was Destiny's child. <laughs> yeah. You feel yo, me? yo, sign out. Sign out. Yo, clock out real quick. Hey yo, rock. Sign out. I don't know, rock. Yo, me and Shorty literally in five minutes of this episode has said, I don't know, rock <laughs> ten times, dog. Like it's on my nerves because we said that much, dog. I don't know, rock. Um you was talking about Ludo, man. Uh he losing it. I don't want him to become a dr- I hate that that's the angle that it looked like. Because that nigga drank the entire episode. Nigga. I think Lou is about to teach Kanan how to be Kanan. Okay. And they're going to try to team up to, to, to go against mom or something like that. To take over rock shit. Um, I could see it, man. We got some voice notes. So I want to make sure that we uh we see what the listeners thought about this shit before we really dive into it. Um, First, first up, my man... D. Scott in the building. Feel like we ain't heard from my dog in a minute, man. So I want to make sure we get this off. D. Scott, what up, bro? Hope you out there being safe. Shout out to you and your fam. D, what up? Yo, this week in culture. How y'all boys doing? If the next nine weeks are anything like last week's episode, then we are in for a treat. This episode of Raising Cannon was pretty goddamn good. Excuse my language. Um, we've said this many times. I've said it. Y'all said it. But London Brown is the star of the show. His character development, phenomenal. A word I don't use often. Shout out to Rob Silva. But (laughs) 
he's the star of the show. Like to see how he was in episode one, season one, to where he is now. Man, what sucks is I wish they had done the same thing with Uncle Lou because season one, Uncle Lou was the man. He had man. the fresh clothes. He had the the nice boots, the coats, and all that shit. He had, he put that shit on. But now it's like he has nothing to do. This whole episode, all he did was drink, smoke half a cigarette, and cry. <laughs> like, Jesus. It's like, I don't see what else there is for him to do. Because I don't want to see nine more episodes of this. But I like how he said, well, when Rock says she's out, she's out. But when I say I'm out, I'm still in. I feel him on that. But hey, I wonder how long or is Rock gonna keep up this I'm out of the game bit because that can get real stale really fast, so I feel like Kanan's gonna be on his Tariq shit this whole season. Like the whininess. You lied to me, you're not telling me the truth, I'm doing me and all that stuff, like I guess. <laughs> but I think he's going to get more ruthless and become who he's going to be in the future this season. You know, a coming out party, for lack of a better term. But I like how we've seen um, Unique's brother, Ronnie. And I hate to say this, but that dude reminds me of my brother. In the worst ways. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could tell he's all about business. And I was on the Power Reddit and they were talking about some words to describe him. And one comment was pent up rage and anger. And I'm like, I can see it. So hopefully they do some with his character, give him more than one season. You know, I hope they don't pull like a power Tommy with the apocalypse or whatever. Like I'm the baddest motherfucker in the world. And like three scenes later, he's dead. So hopefully <laughs> they keep him around, do some with that character. He'd be a, a good adversary, you know, a big bad or whatever. Um, that rock and unique sex scene was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I didn't need to see that. I think I actually fast forwarded. I'm like, bro, what is he doing? Honestly, one thing, I saw him pulling her pants off. I thought he's about to check her oil, but hey, <laughs> I don't know. But this episode was pretty good. Um, I'm looking forward to your review. Um, that's all I got. Holidays coming up. Got some shopping to do, so I catch y'all boys later. Peace. Peace, D Scott. Peace. Um, I think I said I thought she might check. I'm about oil. to check her oil. Uh, yo, man, you brought up uh, Unique's brother Ronnie. Um, Ronnie was running them streets before he went up. It was him and Defcon that was running shit before Defcon had to go up. And he had to go up. So I don't imagine him playing the fucking big little brother role that long, bro. The nigga been gone for three years. And then got out early. Yeah, a week early. Because of a dirty cop. Dirty cop. Shit. He only yeah. been gone for three years. I'm Hey, streets is mine, nigga. I I am a little tired of the narrative of I'm the bigger brother. Like, cause we we watching this on the other power, right? Facts. I'm the bigger brother. I went out to prison and I put you in control. I gave you this position. Now mm-hmm. I'm coming home and I gave you power, nigga. Like, all right. How many he was times in Nas we, bars on you. How many times have we didn't see this same dynamic? You know well, what I'm saying? The thing is, hey, nigga, when you come home, it's just like uh um when that nigga Calvin so what's funny, everybody was saying Ronnie the older brother Ronnie looked like Calvin. But he also acted like Calvin when Calvin first got out and paid in full and Ace was up and Ace told that nigga, yo, all you got to do is lay back and get this money, nigga. That's it. You play that role over there. You ain't got to do too much. You hot, nigga. You just got out. I can't do nothing with you. So with Ronnie, him and Unique riding around, yo, I used to have niggas out on these corners. Under, bro, this ain't three now years you, ago, bro. Now you working for the bitch. Like, <laughs> like damn. Dog, like I mean, I understand. Like, and that nigga, I put you in this CEO spot. I put and you made yourself a worker. 
I mean, that is wild. Like, nigga. Well, I didn't like how you framed it. Because <laughs> like, you framed it in a way that I can't fucking argue. And then he, then he was like, well, things, the situation changed. And now we, like, yeah, it, you changed from a boss to a worker, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, cause you out in New Jersey. Like, nigga, we don't even live out Yo, here. If I'm, if I'm unique, Ronnie, get out. Get out of my car right now. Walk up Fifth Avenue. Cause, nigga. Because she did get you. Man. Like, they play, now. Well, Rock won. Rock won. They, you 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 squeeze your way back in with the Italians, but like she won, she beat you. You now, was all the way the fuck out there. I'll say this: if I was Ronnie, right? If me and Defcon ran these streets and we had an agreement, and then when we both got up or went up, you and Rock took over, and y'all kept the same agreement, same streets that me and Defcon agreed to split up, nigga. You lost the agreement that we had set. Then you let her power play her way with the Italians. Then you start working for her, nigga? Oh, some wire shit. You niggas is on these off-brand corners now. Woo. Not making no fucking money out Woo. here. Like, dog. But I did wish that uh, that Unique would have told him when they were having that convo about the corners and shit. I wish he would have been like, yo, things have changed. The operation we had going now is in a part like tell them a little bit about like what's dope about y'all current shit, nigga. Like I also don't report to you though. I'm not about to tell you all that shit. Also like, that I'm the boss, nigga. And hey, I know you got out because of the dirty cop and all that, but I did think it was something to unique tone when he was like, "Thought you was getting out next Thursday." Oh yeah, uh, tuberculosis hit. Unique didn't look at him like he just believed he got out a week early. Because the the, be- the best time for you to get out. Oh, some snitching shit is when a bunch of other niggas is getting home yeah, early. Yeah. Let me, let me, you know. Because it feels like, oh, you just a part of that. Oh, you was with that dirty cop cases. Okay, cool. But it's like, mm, why you get out a week early? Oh, tuberculosis on TB, huh? That's what it was? Bet. He didn't look like he believed it. This is the 80s, though. Or early nineties. Oh, no, when TB, we were doing TB we, was rampant in the prison. TB nigga. shots. Yeah. Like, oh. Some of y'all need one now. So go ahead and get one. Go down to the to the clinic. Um, got another voice note from the homie, the homie E. Bush. What up, bro? See what he said here. He titled this voice note, this sum of a bitch here. So we're going to see what sum of a bitch he talking about. <sighs> I feel like it's going to be Yo. a different voice. What's up, fellas? What's up, man? What's up? Yo, E, I done told you on this pod. <laughs> About coming through talking like Cash Chaser, nigga. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Mia? Yo, what's the nigga name in Boys the Men and shit? Mike. Yeah, yeah, you got that fucking Mike end of the road voice on, nigga. Yo, when you just Baby, said, I knew about it. When you just said Mike, I thought about Mayor of Kingstown. Mike. What's up, Mike? Man, I can't wait to Mayor of Kingstown come fucking back. I don't even know what it's going to look like. Man, I can't Because what does Jeremy Renner look like? He back to like, normal shit. That nigga out here chilling. Man. I seen him somewhere like <laughs> normal. Niggas on seven mile? Well, I didn't actually <laughs> see him. I saw him on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, imagine seeing Jeremy Renner just on the mile. I'm like, oh, what you shooting? Like, are you shooting or are you shooting? <laughs> oh, if you're on the mile, you better be ready to shoot. <laughs> are you shooting or are you shooting or are you shooting? Come on now. Because you can be shooting a movie, shooting dope, or, <laughs> hey. or getting it anyway. All right, E. Uh, un 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 Keith Sweat Hotel, your voice. She met Ernest. Um, sorry, y'all. I'm just, I'm just going through a lot right now. I um, just got done watching Raising Canaan, and that nigga say, "Baby, I knew about it. I just didn't care. You really don't understand how much I love you, do you? I'm here for you." I saw that goddamn Nick. He was clapping Rock's cheeks. How could Patina Miller let him smash like that? And she knew I was waiting on her. I was waiting <laughs> on her. She's supposed to be for me. Is she gonna give it up to Nick? After he just left his chick crib? Man. He just told his girl we gonna be alright. <laughs> and then he left the girl crib and went straight to Rock Crib. And he went to the back door at that. I, you know what? Okay, let me get myself together. 
this was a great episode besides that part because fuck that scene. <laughs> and also, Detective Burke got clapped as well in a different way. That's what I call justice, y'all. All right, I'm out of here. Peace out. Yo, hating on Unique getting the buns. First of all, it's hate. You know what's so funny is you hating on the character that Unique plays getting the character's bun. And I'm hating on this nigga in real life. Yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> y'all niggas being the Avengers against Unique and you know Joey Badass? Because I'm hating yo. on Joey Badass because my next ex-wife is, wow. you know what I'm saying? Come on, say her name. I can't. Uh, <laughs> it's rough. It's you rough. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I'm cash chaser. Nigga Jay gonna see Saraya like you a using grimy ass bitch. Up in your pick, so we'll put an emoji on your face, nigga. Yo, yo, the fact that you could up a Saraya pick though, and what niggas gonna say? I just need a personal Saraya pick. Come on, man. Um, I also just need it one time. <laughs> yo, man, I really don't want to see my dogs jump Joey Badass slash Unique, but I feel like we close to it happening because that was the first shit he tweeted. Was I can't believe <laughs> she let Unique pop. I'm like, oh shit, niggas is hating. Um, yo, were you surprised that they fucked? No, because I thought it was going. I mean, last year Unique it was, it been was, flirting for three seasons, yeah. dog. Um, I feel like this time he just the, the time was right. Like, I don't even think that he knew he was going smash. He was just going with the flow, like. Oh shit! I'm leaning he in. Went in. Like she yeah. ain't backed up yet. Then he kissed her, and she ain't kissing back at first. Then she came full bore. Then he grabbed her arm, almost fucked her whole recovery up. Then she realized that shit hurt. Then she realized pain is love. Ja Rule voice, and she went back at it, dog. It was very, uh, it was a lot. Um, she just seemed very masculine on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not Patina Miller, Rock. Uh. Rock was cooking eggs at 11 p.m. Eastern. I thought Standard. that it was eggs. I'm like, nah, no, I'm no, no, no. And none of, so as I, I love eggs and I'm a great, like, I cook really good eggs. So I can eyeball about how many scrambled eggs is on that plate. Six. That was six eggs, bro. Big facts. Um, for just her, <laughs> nobody was home. Don't nobody live there. That's how you know your ass can't cook. And that's how you know your first meal that you make in the house. <laughs> yeah, you some eggs. I'm gonna go ahead and make. These and eggs. you made a half a carton. When when you go get when you go get when you go get eggs? Yeah, no smoked sausage. Yeah, no no turkey bacon. No regular bacon. It's the nineties, my nigga. Nigga, even better. Yo, like, you'd have had all that. pork sausage. Like, I'm about to say you ain't DoorDash nothing, but it's the nineties. <laughs> yeah, nah. Rock cell phone looked a little smaller than. That's a nice looking house too, by the that way. That house is gorgeous. Um, really not understanding why Kanan won't move in that motherfucker. I also don't know how unique know where I live at. <laughs> also, Kanan, since the fucking oh, I was about to say since you didn't officially moved in a famous building and your mama don't live nowhere near y'all no more, go get that old lady back. <laughs> that was, but she's scared of your mama. Your mama fucked that up. <laughs> well, like, I ain't fucking with my mama no more. So what's up? She was horny enough to be like. Alright, I'm with it. Um I want Rock to not cook herself eggs. I also want her to cook something easier because having to crack an egg into a bowl one handed, you should be able to do that. But she did that six times and yo, then had to stir it. Yo, Rob Silver would never have you out here like that. Though. Yo, man. Shout out to my dog Symphony, man. I'm glad he got the fuck away from her. Cause Symphony would have died by now. He'd have been killed three different times. Oh, he'd have got you down that night. Oh he, man, he, he'd been over there asking her to get out the game. He got shot all up in the back. Oh man, he'd have Destiny's been Latoya Lucky. Come on, man. Damn it, Destiny. Um, do you believe Rock really gonna get out the game? I believe that she was scared enough that like y'all want. I think people who in the game have a. I'm about to get out the game every time yeah. someone tries to murder them. Yeah, you and you should right. <laughs> this I would like for you to react like a human. It's like this. Like all of my spots. Have been raided. I have put. 
I took my niggas off the streets yeah. and put them in here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now all my shit is gone. I'm beefing with the Italians. These motherfuckers try to kill me. Would have killed me if it wasn't for Unique. I, I would have been dead right now. Yeah. Like, you know what? And I don't really have no muscle. <sighs> Yo, man, who muscles? <laughs> Yo, but the, the wild part, though, um, she don't really have. Right now, Unique is her strongest asset, if we keeping it a buck. Because uh, your old muscle, who's Lulu, he don't want to be here. Even if that nigga told you I'm committed and I'm in, you can't trust it. Uncle um, Marvin Uncle is... Uncle Marvin Evolve, Lulu Devolve. Facts. Um, And the fucked up thing, Marvin's evolution isn't necessarily making him, like, not want to be in the game. Because I think Marvin would still do whatever Rock wants him to do. But it's making him be a little less violent. And it seemed like the game is getting a lot more violent for y'all. Hold on, let me give up. He trying to get his hey, and guess what? When you get your chi and your all that, nigga, you gonna be the first one to get hurt. Chi ass the fuck out of here, and that's really you gonna be chi Ali out this motherfucker, dog. You can't do it. Chi Ali caught a body. (laughs) Yo, chi Ali, chi Ali said, "I got one single, and I'm catching a body off that motherfucker." Yo, yo, nigga did. Yo, he had to do what he had to do. That nigga did. How many years? He was on the run. Something happened to a nigga like. Did something to his sister or try to murder his sister or some shit and he went over there. Oh, no, no, no. He, he did what he, he had to do. do but she, he went up. That nigga, went, was on, that nigga was on the... She Ali was a child. When that nigga <laughs> was on uh, America's Most Wanted and shit. Like, yeah. nigga, he shooting a music video. <laughs> then he got out and was beefing with niggas. I was like, yo, y'all better relax. Um, I really, really think that two characters involved or have evolved... We just talked about one of them. I think it's really beautiful that the other one is his daughter, dog. Marvin and Jukebox are becoming something. I like what they're doing, and I also think they have given us the fucking angles for Jukebox's heel turn, right? We also, when Jukebox found out that... Um, oh, girl did? Yeah, maybe that's what gets her into the police. Well, because, so we saw the guidance counselor yeah. asking her what you want to do in life, and she said, "Yo, I, I really want to be a singer." Like, eh, that ain't really a career, dog. I want it. I want to fucked her up because it's like, damn. <laughs> he said, "I have, I, I have never on a television show ever heard anybody reference White Castle." That might have been a first. Yeah. She said, you can go work at White Castle or McDonald's. Or McDonald's. I've never heard anybody reference White Castle before. Yeah. Especially in New York, because I I wouldn't imagine that 80s New York or 90s New York had a lot of White Castles. When people reference fast food and TV, it's Pepsi and Coke type shit. Like, yeah. it's, it's, one, it's either McDonald's or Burger King. Burger King. Yeah. It's like, yo. Maybe Taco you- Bell. You'll get a Taco Bell thrown in yeah. there. Yeah. Never in my life have I ever heard somebody on television reference White Castle. Yeah. I had White Castle last week. Shout out. Um, Detroit staple. Uh, the guidance counselor telling her that she couldn't be a singer, combined with her finding out next week that old girl got her shit blue. She's going to want to be a cop. Now, I will say, as much as I enjoy this show and as much as I really thought this was a great fucking season premiere, I would have liked to see them take that angle that they were building with jukebox and the cop a little bit more. Cause I know that's what they're going to use to kind of turn her in that direction, but I feel like they was on the right track and then they like kind of got away from it fast. It, it felt underdeveloped. Two things. Uh, Gaddis Castle was a bit of a dick, but 100% yo ass not about to be no singer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, let's, let's keep it real. No, cause I heard uh, your tune with the white girl. <laughs> um, it wasn't a bop. That's, I mean, it's the early nineties. Like there is nothing that you could, what, what I'm going to put you in. Yeah. Class wise. that's going to be like, you a singer. Like Nick, that's not, yeah. a, that's not a thing. Um, even if it was 2023, I'm going to tell you, that's not really like, you got to pay your bills. It's not a thing. Yeah. Um, and two, I just knew Jukebox was going to sing this week, and I'm so glad she did not. Man, didn't um, it make you happy, dog? Especially th- with her mom and shit. When like, she took that with Brother Flack record, I'm like, oh, she's 100% getting the song off. Like, I thought when uh, when Marv told her, yo, they doing something for your mom down at the church, 
like the choir. I literally thought she was gonna go sing for the at the funeral, and I was like, I just I, I don't want to do that this week. Not on the premiere, you know what I'm saying? So really, the only thing they brought back that I I like absolutely hate and want them to stop doing was the fifty narration, dog. Cause he hit us with some more bullshit, dog. Snigger fifty said that nigga narrating two chains in the way now. I'm like, this nigga really yo, think this he is really bad. think he getting this <laughs> shit off, and I'm I don't like, like it, dog. This ain't the same, my nigga. Let me let me let me give y'all some of these bars that fifty laid at the top of this episode, cause y'all think it's a joke. Till the motherfucking things come out, dog. That nigga was just saying words. It was fucking incredible, bro. Hit play, motherfucker. Shit. One fish, two fish, red fish. After the dust don't settle and the smoke don't clear, the first thing you're going to do is thank whoever the fuck you're going to thank you still breathing. <laughs> yeah. <Yo. laughs> <laughs> it don't make no fucking sense. After the dust done settled and the smoke done cleared, the first thing you going to do is thank whoever you think is going to thank you still breathing. Nigga, Nigga what? <laughs> Yo, dog. <laughs> when I was watching that shit, I was like, huh? I was like, nah, that's just me. I thought my TV skipped. That's not a thing, nigga. <laughs> my TV don't just skip, bro. Holy shit. For a second, you damn near the happiest motherfucker in the world. Because you alive, nigga. And that shit can't help but feel good. But all that happy bullshit you feeling, going real quick when you try to piece your shit back together again. Dog, and I hate it because I'll be trying to make it. Make you know sense. the irony of this shit is, um, Marvin basically telling a nigga like, "Yo, every time a nigga say some through and through, niggas think it's all good." To a nigga that got shot in a wheelchair is like yo, crazy. Yo. Like, and I'm I'm glad dog checked him. Like, dog said, yeah, uh, just imagine having a bullet stuck on your spine, bitch ass nigga, walking ass nigga, like shit, drop you off right here. Um, if he never, if old boy never got shot, you'd be dead right now, my nigga. Hey, facts, facts. Yo, man, he really saved that nigga life, dog. <laughs> like, but twice. Treat people kind, man. Treat I saved your life kindness. by letting you in my apartment. And then I saved your life by taking you to to, to the spots to go yeah. get the drugs. What you uh, gonna fuck around and get life. What you think about um the angle with the Italians now, right? Like Tony Danza told uh, his his main man in Jersey basically like yo it's too hot with the Tootsie Roll from Queens still the most racist shit I've ever heard on TV by far whoever wrote that meant it um but he basically told that nigga like it's too hot you got the feds crawling everywhere they probably got my whole store bugged like shit is fucked up fall back what the what the Italians do now after this pretty much failed hit on rock well from my understanding this season Tony Danza is the villain. Yeah, he so gotta he gonna, be. He gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna do it myself type shit. Yeah. So and it looked like in the trailer for next week, they wrap up Joey Badass. Like it looked like they had that nigga tied up or handcuffed in his beater and some drawers, nigga. Which if some Italians come grab you up and tie you down in your beater and some drawers, it's, it's probably not a good thing. Dog. Somehow his brother gonna save him. I def- yeah, I don't think that's going to be the end for Joey Badass. I think that's going to be a, hey, nigga, we need you to help us set her up type yeah. shit. Because it also looked like they came into Rock's crib in the trailer. And uh, What if they already got to him? Mm. Didn't he have a different girlfriend last year? The girl did look different, didn't she? That don't look like her. But it's the baby mom, so I'm like, maybe they switched the actress. I don't know. I, I think they switched the actress. Yeah. Um, hold up. I got more 50 for y'all, though. Fuck that. Y'all niggas think it's a game. Tell us you something, Fifth. I know it was you. Hold up. Y'all ready for these bars? Hold up. God damn, all my apps clean up, nigga. Here we go. Streets make you do shit you ain't even know you could do. Turn you into somebody you don't even recognize no more. But don't get it twisted. That's all you, nigga. You did that. 
You can blame the block for your bullshit, but ain't nobody else pull that trigger. Fuck the police. <laughs> I feel like when 50... Yo. Listen, <laughs> 50 sound like he doing this when he reading. Like he... <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, doing a little Kim dance. Yeah. That nigga said, fuck the police for no reason. <laughs> I think that nigga said... Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yo, shit. man, Rob Silver left a voice note, man. Y'all know we got to hear from the guy, third member of the pod. Rob, what up, bro? I've been waiting to hear from you literally since I watched this on Friday night. Rob Silver, what up, though? What's up, fellas? Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, I give the season premiere episode of Raising Canaan a 7 because of the strong acting performances of uh, Patina Miller, Joey Badass, and in my opinion, the best performance of the entire episode, London Brown. No, London Brown, man. Um, Uncle Marv is my favorite character on the show. Fellas, he captures, out of all the characters on the show, he captures an early 90s New York City cat as authentic as you'll ever see on any TV show, movie, etc. He's phenomenal. He's got the accent down. He's got the high top fade down, the the clothes, the mannerisms. Man, he he reminds me of a bunch of dudes I grew up with. Um, I, man, I just can't give London Brown enough praises. Um, hope Uncle Marvin continues to flourish on the show. I don't know when they're going to kill him off. Because, fellas, the minute they kill off Uncle Marvin, I kill off watching um, Raising Canaan. <laughs> the sexual chemistry between Joey Badass and Patina Miller, I love it. it it's authentic. Um, I love it. I love it. And even the sex scene in the kitchen was done classy because you, you didn't see her, I mean, bumping and grinding like she did with uh, my twin brother, Symphony. So uh, <laughs> I love the sexual chemistry between Patina and Joey Badass. Um, Omar Epps, I thought, was tremendous on this episode. I want to hear you guys' uh, opinion on what I'm about to say. I uh, believe, in my opinion, that of all the spinoffs of OG Power, that not only is this the best show, but it's the best cast. I love mm. the cast. Omar Epps, Joey Badass, Patina Miller, of course, London Brown, uh, Malcolm, I forgot his last name. That was a snowfall. Malcolm Ace. Um, but there are there there's some there's some clowns up on this show, man. Um, I'm I'm tired of Young Fifty, Young Canaan, and his uh, crackhead uh, best friend Sean, famous whatever the fuck you want to call him. Man. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of them. And fellas, you know Fifty's five eleven in real life, right? This motherfucker's a midget. He's shorter than me. I'm five six. The dude that's playing Young Canaan, he ain't growing no more. What they gonna <laughs> do with that character? Look, we watched the show. Everybody towers over him. His mother, his uncles, uh, Omar Epps. They all tower over. He's, he's even shorter than his cousin, Jukebox. You gotta suspend belief. This dude is a half, is six to eight inches shorter than the dude he's playing growing up, and he ain't growing no more. They're gonna put, they gonna put a fucking, uh, they gonna put him in heels. What the fuck? Anyway, I digress. Um, I'm not feeling the new actor, the Reverend from Bass Reeves. I'm not feeling Ronnie. I'm not feeling. Um, I think he's an unnecessary character. We'll see. Damn, is that but him? I, wow. I'm not feeling him. I'm not feeling this whole uh, mysterious vibe. Oh, he's crazy. He's a stone cold killer. Man, fuck him. He, he was not necessary. It's a it's a cast member that's not needed. But we'll see what happens. Love Tony Danza. He's great in everything. So, like I said, uh, seven out of ten. Um, interested to see what it, I'll be watching every week because um, Uncle Marv is that dude, bro. Yo, uh. shout out to London Brown. I want to see. Greatest success for that dude, man. That dude, man, he fucking L.A. cat capturing a New York dude. That's a tremendous actor. Peace and blessings, fellas. Talk to y'all soon. Peace, Rob. Um, Yo, it's crazy. Again, Rob's voice note and D. Scott's voice note captured everything we had already said. Yo, this being uh, probably the best iteration, um, definitely one of the best casts. 
our guy ain't even been on here yet, and he on here this season. Wendell Pierce, he'll be on here this season, man. Um, yeah, this is so. The reason that I think, the reason that I know this is the better show, is because it's the most realistic. Mm-hmm. It's still television, of course, yeah. but it's not like, and I think it's built for a different audience, mm. like a age different age range. Yeah, it feel like they're. Taking this like adult series, yeah, and the other one is like yo high school, early college. Tariq is very young nigga shit. Yeah. Like yo, let's have everybody get fly, say salacious shit, and then when we kill niggas. It's the wildest killings in the world. Yeah, and then Tommy, I just even though the second season was markedly better than the first, I still think they find an eight footing over there, and it seemed like they might have found something decent to go off of with the Miguel beef and all that. Um, but right now. It's goofy. It's still got some goofiness to it, man. And I I feel like Raising Canaan is just running circles around niggas from a storytelling perspective. Um, And to Rob's point, also from an acting perspective, like y'all took a a very. Look at my whole. Who are you? Omar Epps? I mean, you got dogs over there. You got Omar Epps. You got Wendell Pierce coming. You got Patina Miller, who's just killing this shit. Shit, even Jukebox. Jukebox been in mad shit. London Brown, um, Malcolm Mays. Yeah. You have serious, real fucking actors on here. Um, but then it's it's the storytelling, dog. Like, this is one where they could have very easily dropped the ball because we said it when Raising Canaan first got announced. Yo, how interested can we be in the beginning of this shit considering we know how it ended, right? Um, when you know the ending of a story – you have to tell the beginning very fucking creatively and you have to do it in a way that engages the audience and really draws them in. And I think that that's where Raising Canaan has done such a great job. Like, I ain't even know I would care about rock this much. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm really like, yo. Well, we ain't even talking about Joey Badass. Come on, man. Y'all done took the nigga. I thought Joey Badass could have died in season one, right? He was kind of the, not necessarily the villain, but he was the op. You know what I'm saying? And when the nigga was the op, Hey, man, let's get him out the paint. I'm so glad they didn't do that because Joey Badass's character has turned into a pivotal part of this show. Uh, Rob mentioned, yo, he wasn't feeling Ronnie the brother. I'm going to say this, Rob. Let's wait it out and see what they do. Um, I, I think they were maybe being a little too on the nose with him sort of being like the tough guy. But I do want to see what they do with that character. Like, he seemed like, it's potential there if they do it right. They could also do it wrong and make him a little more adversarial than he actually is. Because right now, the way they plan it, like when 50 was narrating, yo, he the nigga that the nigga who you don't want to fuck with, don't fuck with. And it's like, all right, bro, like, show me that. Because right now, I just see a nigga eating uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. I'm not believing that shit because if he, if he was that nigga, then Unique would be a different nigga. Yeah. Yeah. He, would, he would move, you know what I'm saying? He'd have been checking in, moving differently. Yeah. Unless he thought he was gone forever. Could have been that. I will say this, though, just so we have it on record. I do think it's going to come out that he told and that he he working with them people or something, dog. I, I feel like we're going to get that at some point this season, and that's going to be the point of contention with him and Unique. Um, I, I don't just buy that, yo, TB was rampant in the prison, and they let it let me out a week early. I don't, I don't buy it. Um, but I don't think you should, he was snitched for a week of early release when you already getting out. You true, know what I'm saying? True. But like, and my man would have to have been on his case, um, in order for him to be, for him to be considered and, for that. Yeah. Yeah. So unless he was on a case, but that one wasn't dirty. It wasn't used, the one that would have got him out. And we use that as a cover to, yeah. but like, well, who did you put in jail then? Yeah. Cause they know big or, person. Cause like on the black out of the niggas, we already know who the major players is. Ain't nobody went to jail yet. You ain't putting no Italians in jail. Or did we let you out so you can get unique to give you some info so we can figure out another way in to get this motherfucking uh, Tootsie Roll from Queens out of here, nigga. I don't know. I don't know. It, it could be a stretch, but right now I'm just not trusting the brother. I'm not trusting that early release. Uh, but I will say though, Rob, let's give him a minute, man. Figure out, uh, figure out what type of asset he' gonna be to the show. Um, Got to get rid of Famous, dog. Famous is dragging this show down, and I think Famous is dragging Kanan down. Well, I enjoy Famous this week because he wasn't bad this week. 
He was real. He was yeah. like, my nigga, uh, you wanna you I would love to go back to home my mama, my nigga. I'll be in a crib I'll be in a crib watching TV beating off right now. Yeah. He and, kept it real with his nigga. And he was like, So you think he gonna sell drugs? Cause I, I don't know if you notice that I'm not good at selling drugs, my nigga. Mm-hmm. That's not the life I'm on. Yeah. Like, and he didn't even mention rapping. <laughs> yo, and that was the thing, right? Even uh, that eviction notice, yo, I was only living here because Crown was letting Dog get free studio time. No Crown mean I'm back on the fucking streets, my nigga, if we don't figure something out. Right now, I can't focus on rap. I need to figure out how the fuck I'm going to eat out here. Now, he also need to stop smoking all the goddamn time. And they tried to come up with a little play. They went to go see his weed, man, see if they could move some uh, some trees for that nigga. Dog pretty much said, yo, I don't trust Famous to move this shit the way it need to be moved. And also, eh, y'all a little hot right now, bro. Nigga said, nigga, everybody hot right now. Yeah, hey, like, we not doing that, dog. Sorry, fam. If I'm Kanan, though, real shit, I lose the attitude and I go home to keep the fucking heat off my back while I try to figure out what I'm finna do. Right now, nigga, you don't have nothing to do. You don't got no resources. You living in the fucking jets that you finna get kicked out of. Bro, go to the crib, dog. Figure it out from the comfort of your big-ass house in New Jersey, bro. It's beautiful out there. He don't want to do it, though, man. Stubborn-ass little kid. Um, Let's talk about, speaking of stubborn, man, Detective Old Girl. Fuck was her name? Yeah, her. Burks. Burks, Detective Burks. Uh, Yo, man, classic fucking lesson in. At a certain point, dog, business. you just got to mind your business, bro. You at a, at a certain point, you just got to realize, you know what, dog? I tried minding these other people's business 10 different times, and it got me burnt all 10. What Let is, me stay out of this. What is your end goal? Bro, you trying? To, you think you're going to get promoted to captain? Captain already right here. He telling you to relax. You just trying to prove that you can hack it. And that's what it really is. You're trying to prove you're good you, at this because you of your shadow. father legacy. You were my shadow, my nigga. That nepotism is a motherfucking boy. In a case like this, it'll get you killed. Because you trying so hard to get out your father's shadow and make a name for yourself that you burning your name, nigga. And you making his look a little bad. Because if he got to keep coming save you, yo, dog, what's up with your daughter, my nigga? Now you got motherfuckers questioning your pops. Like, yeah, don't do that, He got dumped. He got fired. And he got killed. <clears throat> yo, worst week ever? Yeah. She up there. Um, I mean, it's easy to think this was a suicide for sure. It it definitely is, but I, I said this on the thing. Her pops finna investigate the fuck out of this. Yeah. He unretiring like a motherfucker. It's up now. Up for you retired niggas. Um, Because even though it's very possible or probable, rather, that she committed suicide, he also know his daughter. She was so fucking, like, stubborn and boneheaded, she wasn't going to kill herself before she proved this shit. Um... Omar Epps, man, he he didn't officially jumped off the deep end, dog. He didn't fucked up because you know she got files at the crib, fam. She got files at the crib, and not only her father, her girlfriend, the police too. You got two motherfuckers who loved her and hey, was concerned like, about her. Her girlfriend like IA and some shit. Yeah, like this shit gonna get investigated, bro. And the two motherfuckers who loved her most, who she was disappointing most are also very familiar with what she thought was going on, nigga. So all they going to do is start looking into what she had, and they going to make a case, bro. And and now you're going to have another motherfucking two people coming at Cap talking about, yo, man, look at your man, Detective Howard. Um, I was reading an interview with an old girl who plays Detective Burke, and she was like, in the scene that they filmed in the car, she was like, you got to notice Omar Epps. Like, he was actually fine with the convo we was having and thinking that we was just finna talk it out until she mentioned Sam. Yeah. And she was like, that's the first thing. Everything else that she been telling him I got on you is all hearsay from the past. Yo, you was fucking your, your, your informant who was underage and all this shit. shit is murder into Sam. But Sam, I could literally, we can investigate this and I could catch you on a murder rap. And when she mentioned that Sam shit... She was like, look at that nigga face. That's when the whole tone changed. And that's when he pulled the blicky out on her. Popped her ass right in the head. 
Well, you know she did. On the right side of the body, too. Man. Like, the correct side of the body to make it look to like. To make that suicidal. Um, now, and I think there's a lot of blood splatter that's missing because it hit your fucking face. Fam, not only the blood splatter, nigga, you wiped the blood off that little part of your face, and then you started wiping the car down with the bloody uh, napkin that you wiped. Like, fam. You smearing the blood all over this motherfucker that you just wiped off your face, bro. Like, be a little smarter than that. You are a detective. That said, uh, God damn it. Oh, she had that recording going, too. Like, she was trying to get you caught up, bro. Let's let's keep it a buck. She was on your ass. He hadn't admitted to anything, but I think even that investigation that would have been that would have come from her saying, yo, and you killed Sam, nigga. It wasn't worth the risk. Uh, I think he should have done a better job cleaning that body up. Some mad evidence that probably got left there. Ain't going to be as obvious at first, but somebody going to go back and find something, and it's going to be a wrap for Omar Epps. Um, Man, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he give Sam a chance? No. Uh, well, no, no, no. He sent Marvin to kill Sam. Marvin gave Sam a chance yeah. and gave him that money to get out of town. Yeah, Marvin gave him a chance. And then nigga didn't leave. So then Marvin went back and killed that nigga. It was like, all right, bro, I, I tried to get you out of Dodge, my nigga. <laughs> like, you fucked up. I didn't want to kill because that's right when Marvin was going through his transition into a more peaceful dude. um, I think Omar Epps. Damn, he didn't even kill Sam. Mm. He didn't even have him killed. Mm. Well, he tried. But Marvin ain't kill him. He the one that paid Marvin to do that? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Because that was when uh, Marvin started to learn about what happened in the park that night and then who seen what. And it was all like, okay. I think uh, Omar Epps and Patina Miller Rock was like, yo, nigga, we need to do something about this nigga because now he a liability to fucking crackhead. Um. I don't think Omar Epps is going to get the pleasure of being arrested for any of this shit. He dying out here 100%. He got cancer and shit. So. Also, forgot about that. They ain't bring it up this episode, but, yeah, I totally forgot that nigga got cancer. So he might die literally um, from the cancer or he getting popped out here. Either way, it's up for Omar Epps. And, um, yo, it was up for Detective Burke. But all in all, I thought this was an excellent season premiere, bro. Um, really enjoyed it. I thought it paced well. They definitely got off to a great fucking start for the people who always said that Power Canaan was slow. Not this season, bro. Season three came out with a fucking bang. I am interested to see where all these characters take us. Uh, shit, man. That's all we got, yo. Hit us up. This Week in Culture, all the socials, thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Hit us with a voice note. Leave us a note, a message, whatever. Until next week, episode one, Raising Canaan season three. I'm your host, Ann Wood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. We out. Peace.